0: Ate, Urubute, Aye, Akra say, Anger Ray, Akastape, Araway, Away, Confay, On Ye, On Convention K, Osley K, and Ye, On Ye, In Ye, Enango De Gay, Away, Aro Ye, Away, Leway Ye, 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 Te, Lame, Maye, A Anger
1: uh, <laughs> I'm not fucking
2: doing pig Latin Screw that I'm Cole I'm the Green Ranger
1: Highway,
0: I'm just pissed off at everything I'm Robert I'm the Red Ranger Was that your character for today? Is that who you're going to be? Is it, we're going to have this the entire time? Is this it? Yeah. No, everything's got me pissed today. Everything has me pissed. I've been pissed
3: since last Thursday when I wasn't on the podcast going and seeing a piece of shit.
1: So, you know, uh, School of Rock, I am on the podcast today, and I am really pissed off.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that that sums me up.
1: But why?
3: I am Jack Black.
2: So, Tyler, would you like, can you please do a translation for the very confused people out there? Um,
0: No didn't think though well there's no fun where's the fun in that call it's like clue breaking You, it's gotta it's like an escape room to decipher our decipher our podcast for the people at home it's like next time I'm gonna do in Morse code that's right I'm gonna do it beep 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 and enough enough for now That's
1: not Morse code we just finally started censoring Tyler
0: boom there it is
2: I approve of that
0: I I approve of this movie. Okay, Rob, if you're going to be a sulky sulk, why are you so upset about life in general? Because I just saw one of my favorite
3: movie franchises go down the shitter. And I mean like the way that people have been bitching about The Last Jedi for reasons that may or may not be accurate or acceptable in any sort of social context.
0: Now, my question was, what was your first clue?
2: Hmm, Let's
0: see here. (sighs) Was <sighs> the fifth movie The Breaker? After five movies, is it no longer good anymore? Here's the problem, is that even the first one still holds up
3: pretty well. The second one, while boring in a lot of places, actually doesn't have a bad plot or anything like that. It's just suffers from poor execution. The third. third one, I think, is the saddest movie ever made, quite honestly, because had they oh just goodness. done it from William H. Macy's perspective, as a porcelain as a porcelain salesman who got together a whole bunch of mercenaries and Alan from the first movie managed to trick them into going on to Isla Newbar to go and rescue his son, who has been stranded for several weeks, Along with her, or along with his husband, her along with his wife's boyfriend. Everything, yeah, yeah. I'm, huh? What's
1: I'm the child's? It. What's the child's name from the third movie? Because I feel like they are always screaming it, and I cannot believe that it is not in my brain anymore.
2: Was it like Kyle?
1: It was Kyle.
2: That,
1: Kyle. Right. Kyle. Wow. Kyle. Cole! I haven't
2: watched that movie ten in ten points. years. I haven't watched that four. movie in 10 years, and I just think I was like,
1: what was that? Name? Well, I'm gonna Google it just so I don't perpetuate nonsense. Yeah, yeah, please, but... please
2: go
3: and verify that. But seriously, the movie shouldn't have been from Alan's perspective, it should have been from William H. Macy's character's perspective. Because seriously, you go and take a concept like that and go and run with it and add dinosaurs to the whole thing. Holy shit, is that not an amazing sounding movie? How the hell did they screw that one up? What about number four? Number four, it hit the right notes. It's still flawed, but even the first one in a lot of respects was flawed. But it managed to go and do nostalgia in the right way. It didn't have too many cheesy callbacks. And while it did go and do some of that, it also gave us some new things. It added more to the universe. It gave us something that we have not seen ever. The park is actually open and we got to see how it operates, how this ultimately would have evolved over the course of the last 20 years into this big operation that we see it being then. There were so many cool things in there, and despite the humans being just as, I hate to say this, as forgettable as ever, at least they went and gave us something with some personality. I mean, the T-Rex in the first movie was the most (laughs) interesting character in the entire movie. The Indominus Rex or as some have called it, Coke 2, actually managed to go and be an interesting character despite not communicating with anything. It was a great antagonist. You were constantly interested. And like the first movie, it had good pacing. There weren't a lot of dull moments where it slowed down. I mean, there were some moments that weren't as good as the others, but it did a good job. It felt like what the first movie did. There was a large sense of wonder watching it, despite the fact that the dinosaurs looked worse than ever. I mean, the CGI is really bad in that movie, but still they managed to get a lot more right than wrong. And I really enjoyed it. It felt like a good startup. And the thing that impressed me more than anything else was the design team, the producers, the way that they were talking about how they wanted this to be like the Marvel cinematic universe that they had, The next 10 years planned out for what they were going to be doing with the franchise. How they were trying to go and set up for each of the next movies as they were going and finishing up. Watching Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic Park 5 or the worst thing to ever happen to cinema. No, that's a gross exaggeration, but still, this movie is so incredibly mishandled poorly written, even worse acted. And I don't mean that from the perspective of the actors were bad actors or anything. Just the script is so bad that even somebody as charming as Chris Pratt ends up becoming the most annoying thing that you have ever watched. It is tragic seeing on how they had such a great start to this pseudo reboot and seeing what it turned into. At one point I am literally going and screaming And when I say literally, I actually mean literally. I do not mean figuratively. I do not go and make this as some weird statement. There was a point in the movie on where multiple people in the theater, myself included, were going, what the hell? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? The theater group that I was with, I'm not used to going and hearing adults in particular starting to go and make loud comments and going and talking over the uh, credits at the end of the film. Like we knew there was no after credit scene. That's not surprising for a Jurassic park movie. It's not the MCU, but I've never heard adults going and walking out of the movie being as loud and having so many cynical comments at the end of a movie like this one. People were pissed leaving they had played everything up, and they played up for nothing. The movie is literally nothing.
1: I are you are you at a stopping point?
3: I, I am at a stopping point. I know. I, I need to I back am you back. up
1: because you said something I wholeheartedly disagree with way back when you were talking yeah. a little bit. So I'm sorry yeah. if I'm backtracking a little. It's okay. Also, it. the kid's name is Eric. Cole, you Eric. lose all your points.
2: Uh, ah. I've been completely invalidated. I was you thinking of a name that could be easily yelled, and I guess Eric would want to write the wrong. Right. Well,
1: maybe you yell out Kyle in the night, but that was <laughs> no <one yelled> out. <laughs> oh, It's
0: so
3: the first
1: sorry. time I've had in a
0: week. I'm
1: so sorry. Uh, not no, sorry. Not. Um no. No, I'm not. I would argue that the humans are an interesting part of it. For me, Jurassic Park 1 is amazing because I get to see a female character who's strong, getting shit done, And, like, Jeff Goldblum is the the one useless on the couch. Like, I don't know. And I really, like, I admire Alan Grant's intelligence. He was a very cool, collected character. The fact as a child watching that, seeing kids doing things that were useful, avoiding the dinosaurs, throwing spoons, all those things. I I would argue that at least the first one is character-driven. And then in the fourth one, Jurassic World, Chris Pratt is a very good character. I can't enjoy anything with Claire Danes in it. Not Claire Danes, what is her name? Redhead girl,
3: Ron Howard's daughter. <laughs> and what is I'm her not name? Saying, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It, it's, I hate her. Yeah, I know. I, just,
1: I hate bad her character
3: her, writing, and I'm not a fan of the actress, but that's a whole nother thing. I'm not saying that the characters are bad, especially in the first movie or in Jurassic World. Just in a lot of respects, they are more generic archetypes it's not that they are bad characters and not that they're poorly written. It's just that they're kind of generic characters in a lot of respects. They go and fit certain classic tenants for, you know, protagonists or antagonists, depending on which character we're talking about. I loved Alan. I loved God, I cannot remember what the hell her name is to save my life. The badass chick from the first movie. Uh, and then, Ellie. yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I know his name's Malcolm, but, I mean, it's just Jeff Goldblum with his shirt off. Um, oh, yeah. Though I will go and say, there were some great moments. I mean, Jeff Goldblum, any scene he, he was Jeff the first one, he stole the show. But I, Alan is my favorite character of the entire Jurassic Park you know, universe, I guess. I don't even know how we go and describe it anymore. Or of the <laughs> films, Alan is my favorite because we got to see legitimate character growth from him from where he was at the beginning of the movie, to even growing to, like, kids by the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The kids, well, a little annoying at times, were more than just the generic, oh, it's 90s kids in a PG-13 movie. Because there was a lot of shit like that, and most of the time they were the most annoying part of the film. They weren't in Jurassic Park. And even in Jurassic Park 2 and 3, I mean, the kids are not that bad. And Jurassic World, I mean... Well, I didn't like them as much as the ones in the first movie. I mean, even the kids in Jurassic World were actually pretty reasonable on there. They didn't go and take things. There were some stereotypical things done, but there weren't annoying stereotypical things.
1: They didn't need to include kids in the uh, reboot, though. That was just kind of an obligation thing. Like, well, we have always have kids. Might as well have more kids. For me, good sci-fi, the root of good sci-fi, is relatable human characters in an unrelatable environment. So that is something that Jurassic Park 1 does amazingly well. I see characteristics in the main characters and the protagonists that I see in people in my life and in myself. And therefore, I can, you know, relate to at least one or two characters, and how I would handle that situation, and that is immersion.
3: Beautiful way of putting it. Love it. Couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, need I'm get... sober this time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, there's still plenty of time to get drunk in this podcast.
1: <laughs> we need more Canadian facts. No, also, I love Jurassic Park. I've read both the books, mm-hmm. I've seen the movies multiple times. For me, I don't want to cut you off on the ending go, of, of go what for, you're saying. Go for it. I am frustrated because the first Jurassic Park is an amalgamation of, like, it's just key scenes from the first and the second, and I think they didn't think there would be another Jurassic Park movie. So they took their favorite things. Second one, very few things taken from the books. Why? Why not just take the second book and make it a movie? Third movie, oh, we're out of ideas. They take random things, like, the uh, pterodactyl aviary. aviary is from the first book, and the river is from the first book, and put it in the movie. So for me, as a fan of the books, I appreciated that, even though none of the characters were lovable. They were all very annoying, and they were yelling Eric the whole time. And, I mean, we already have Cole here yelling Kyle and Eric all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Um, so I don't know for me, that was frustrating, but they started it and they put everything they could into it. Just like Alice in Wonderland by Disney. They took from the looking glass and Alice in Wonderland. It was an amalgamation of everything because you don't know if you're going to have a sequel, might as well put the good shit in and hope for the best, but still it kind of messed up the whole linearity of it by deviating so heavily from Michael Crichton's original story.
3: Yeah. And I totally get that. And I'll give a little bit of a pass on that one to Spielberg. Cause at that point in the nineties, it wasn't a given that a big blockbuster would have a sequel. In a lot of respects that was a sign that you had nothing more to offer as a director back then. Now it's like, Oh, the Russo brothers, they can do whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't have the intention of having a sequel originally. So I'll give them a little bit of a pass and I do love, I've only ever read the first Jurassic park, so I can't speak to the lost world, but I totally get it. I, I can understand the disappointment, but having read it years later, I can't say too much. Tyler, you look like you
0: got something to say. I have something to say. Mm-hmm. One of the most complete T-Rex fossils uh, was actually found in Saskatchewan, the province I'm from. Uh, the specimen was called Scotty and was named the province's official fossil in 2016. Fuck! Yeah. <sighs> Amy, take a drink.
1: I drank through the whole fact just. To <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. The prairies oh are really, really popular for dinosaur fossils because there's a lot of dinosaurs that just lived around here. Mm-hmm.
2: And, probably- and one of the biggest dinosaur museums in Canada is actually within about a few, about four and a half hours from here. In Rob- Drumheller.
1: Drumheller. Rob, Let's get Alberta. passports and go to Canada and look at dinosaurs.
3: Mm-hmm. I actually am totally game for this. You guys meet in, us at the museum.
1: In, in Alan oh. and Ellie cosplay. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs>
0: there is a dinosaur named after Alberta called the Guess It Albertosaurus. Yeah. She looks uh, it up. <laughs> dinosaurs are very, very popular in Alberta and Saskatchewan because they most of them lived here. Yeah. In the
2: yeah. Berries,
3: yeah. Yeah. That's like three Canadian facts in. I, I hope anybody playing the drinking game didn't go and get anything too strong. It's going to be one of those shows.
2: Mm.
1: So, Bye. without spoiling too much, what specifically let you down?
2: Oh,
3: where to begin? Where to
1: Let's talk begin? about what about the dinosaurs didn't work. Because for me, Jurassic Park is the epitome of longevity and special effects. Matrix, amazing at the time, but it does not encompass longevity. Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park, because it used practical effects, which are my favorite, um, it really holds up. And where do you think it fell flat?
3: Okay, so this one, they completely nixed the use of any practical effects. I know they said they did that in Jurassic World, but then they CGI'd over a lot of it and just started looking in. Yeah, it it started just looking really bad. This one, they didn't even bother. Everything was computer generated this time around and not to the highest standard that I've ever seen either. The most realistic looking effect was the volcano blowing up, which I don't consider a spoiler because it's in the trailers. Uh, But yeah, the dinosaurs themselves never looked real at any point. I mean, there's... You can see in the trailer a scene with the Carnosaurus going and surrounding them when they're near that gyrosphere trying to go and get away from the explosion and all that stuff. And if you think it looks bad on your smartphone screen watching that trailer back, try watching it in IMAX. (laughs) I can literally see the artifacts in this thing. I don't know why they didn't put more time into render work with the dinosaurs. There's one scene with the T-Rex, which, once again, you've seen in the trailers, that looks kind of real. That's it.
1: Well, for something that the audience knows isn't real, like an explosion, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to analyze that. So if you CGI in your explosion, I'm not looking that closely. I obviously know you didn't have casting calls for a T-Rex, and she's the most charismatic motherfucker out of the group. No, (laughs) that's CGI. Like I know it's fake, so I'm going to be looking at it extra close.
0: Yeah, but
1: put that extra time in, especially when you're dealing with a franchise that is so dear to so many.
0: A portion of disbelief. Yeah.
1: Well, and the first
3: movie, it still holds up, right? Me and my fiancee re-watched all of the previous movies leading up to this. We were really excited after mm-hmm. the way the producers and the promoters were talking about this. And it's not necessarily that I was hyped for a great movie. I generally expect the middle film of a trilogy to generally be the worst. I mean, there's some exceptions like Spider-Man 3, but generally it's a bridge to a final concept. The Last Jedi, I think, suffers a little bit from that, though I still stand by... I cannot agree with the haters of that film. This one though, you could make the argument that you saw everything in the trailers, which is always disappointing, but that's not anything new. We see that a lot these days because trailer houses are not the same as the studios. They're given a whole bunch of material to work with and they make a trailer off of it. Doesn't always mean that they're coordinating with the studio. Sometimes they just end up giving everything away because the footage they were given was literally the coolest parts of the movies. This was a great example of that because the stuff in between is just boring exposition. And this suffers from one of my personal biggest sins when it goes and comes to any movie. When your exposition doesn't make sense. This is kind of hard without spoiling it here, but... Try your best. uh, All right, all right, so
1: use another movie like it would be like if lord of the rings did this
3: okay okay there we go there we go that's that is a perfect thing right there here so let's say what if in the lord of the rings the hobbits go and team up with aragorn and it turns out that he's never even picked up a sword before There is a character like that that is an integral part of the movie.
0: Is it Jeff Goldblum?
3: It is not Jeff Goldblum. He is great credit in this movie here. He is the best written and the best acted character in the movie.
1: You know what's funny? Before you continue with your Hobbit example, (laughs) Ian Malcolm is the most obnoxious character in the book. His philosophical sections are so dry that I skim it. When I read <laughs> and it's so funny to me that he is such a beloved character because like in like people who read the book, come up to me later and I was like, Ian Malcolm is boring. And I'm like, yes, he's so pretentious. He's like chaos theory. Blah, 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 you never know. La, la. And I get it. Michael Crichton's into that shit, but yeah. not to kink shame. Michael Crichton. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> it's like
3: Jeff Klein and ready player one, hate the book, love the movie. Uh, <laughs>
1: And I love the book and the movie for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the exposition.
3: Yeah. Okay. So there's multiple points in the movie with multiple characters that, honestly, you could have written their roles out of the film. And it actually would have made more sense. There is so much contradicting information in the exposition just between characters that doesn't work. God, this is hard. That's Why boring. do you uh,
1: think they included the characters? Is it to get A-listers in the film? Is it to get...
3: No. So this movie... This movie does one of the big sins that you can't get away with uh, in big blockbuster movies. So the problem that we go and run into with this is... Sorry, I just had to go and mute somebody. The problem that this movie goes and suffers from with everything involving these characters is that they seemingly only exist for political messaging.
1: Oh, weird.
3: Yeah, this is something that is insane to me, considering just the nature of the Jurassic Park movies. Humanity is generally not the ultimate enemy, so to speak. Well, yes, InGen is a bad group. There's a lot of devious plans behind everything. It's not always the central focus. It's not the entirety. It's about survival. It's about wonder. It's about the experience that you're going through in any one of these films. This one went out of its way at multiple points to go and make coherent arguments about things like animal trafficking, uh genetic experimentation, um some really weird and completely unnecessary anti-capitalist messaging which I still don't understand why they felt need to go and put that in there. Um it's just weird the things that they do and the movie the movie is not even about the freaking dinosaurs. Like there is And nobody's probably surprised by this, having watched the trailer, but there is a plot point involving Blue that ultimately makes no sense when I went and uh, dissected it. I went back to the movie theater to watch it a second time to make sure that I just wasn't... That I wasn't having a stroke or something like that. It's like, there's gotta be something I'm missing.
1: Well, and when you convolute your plot with political opinions, not to say... It is okay to use a movie to create a message. It is great. It is a good way to get through to people. But, but. <laughs> when it becomes the focus, you are affecting the longevity of your movie. Your movie is topical and current, but it is not necessary in a beloved, a beloved series. That'd be like if Star Wars started commenting on, you know, the border. Uh, Mexicans going over the border to the USA. It's not going to lend to the longevity of your movie. It's not relevant to people trying to escape those issues and enjoy a work of fiction.
3: Well, and that's just it. Because you nailed the one thing that I will agree with everybody with on The Last Jedi criticisms, because there was a... (laughs) There was an insane casino scene in that movie which is just nothing but anti-millionaire anti-capitalist, whatever you want to call it messaging. I mean, it's just a wealth inequality argument the entire way through. And it not only manages to distract from the rest of the film, but ultimately, if you take it out, it serves no purpose inside of the greater uh, or inside of the greater argument for the film. That is an issue by itself. This movie, doesn't even fully commit to that stuff which is a bigger problem it just keeps going from one thing to another to another to another it has no focus there's like 40 different subplots that are all coming together and most of them end up going and they end up just going and shooting by each other in terms of the exposition and how this is all supposed to tie together so much of it just doesn't make sense and don't get me wrong The idea of the park is gone, a volcanic eruption is going to happen, and we're trying to go and save these dinosaurs, and there are some bad people who are taking them and are going to try to auction them off to the highest bidder, that inherently does not sound like a bad idea. That actually, to me, sounded like kind of a cool setup for everything, and I'm expecting the dinosaurs are going to get loose, and people are going to die, and there's going to be chaos all the way across. Instead, I am watching a man kung fu fighting his way through the black market. That is this movie. The dinosaurs to jack
1: shit. There was no dinosaur carnage?
3: Not really. I saw a guy get get PG-13 to death by something called the Endoraptor, which might be the dumbest creation that they have come up with. In this entire franchise.
1: Jurassic Park was always clever with its gore. Like, the scene where the guy gets eaten out of the porta potty is hilarious. The scene where Ellie gets the arm on her thing and she's like, oh, Dr. Murdoch. Oh, it's the arm. Like, they're so clever with it. It's not overwhelming. It's not Kill Bill or Saw. It's clever. It's relevant to the plot. And it's interesting. It's not just like, wow, we got fake blood on sale. Here we're using all of it. It's really good. So I'm disappointed that they couldn't tote that line again.
3: Yeah, that's just it. I mean, I I don't want to give anything away, but there is this scene and it's the only graphic one in the entire movie. And this guy, it, it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And what does it ultimately end with? An arm getting bitten off. And I'm getting PG-13 to death off screen. No callback, no reference, just... Oh, I have no idea what happened to him. Maybe he got eaten. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a shame. It could have been so much more. And there is a twist. And I will not spoil this twist. Because quite honestly, I want everybody else to suffer through it. Uh. I want everybody else to go and waste their time
2: watching so this movie. Bad, so it's not a good twist. It's a completely horrible twist.
3: Oh, God. The worst.
0: I was going to see the movie, uh, but I was only going to see it if I saw it with a like, friend or something. Uh, That's but, the
3: only way that I would do it.
0: I don't think I'm going to do that now. Like, I don't know.
2: I like how he doesn't even ever consider me.
0: No, I don't go to movies with you, Cole. We know why. Oh, hold on. Oh,
2: yeah, because I, I have a bad habit of mumbling and talking during films.
0: And then kicking your feet up, and it's so fucking
2: bizarre. Tyler, Tell this that. is a movie to oh, see with Cole. We, we no. Hold on a second. Don't no. ever Cole. Tyler, I have to say, we, should, we specifically sit in a place where we put our feet up. That do not even fucking do.
0: <laughs> we sat way in the back when we saw Power Rangers. And you're just like... everybody was taken up at the front. And. And. You did put your feet up there. Because what you do is like you put your foot on your own knee.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, but you like sit back, way back in your chair that your feet raise up. And then they're literally in front of my face when I'm trying to watch the movie.
2: You You never mentioned anything about
0: that. I always fucking do. I always hit your foot. It's just right there and I go... <clears throat> I karate chop it. <laughs> fucking karate chop it. And you're like, what? I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, what?
3: <laughs> See, just, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I, do it. I, I understand where you're coming from, Tyler. But seriously, I never hear Brianna making a comment in a movie ever. She hates it when I inappropriately laugh at something in a movie, even. She will go and slap me in the arm. Even she was like, what? Robert, Is that... how sad was I in Atomic One? Not really bad, to be honest. Like you I don't understand him. what kind of from... movie with them. I saw a movie with yeah. them, and it was not a bad experience.
0: My God, how did yeah. he must have been on his best behavior or something? I was he drunk or high? In
3: the middle of the day. Yeah, it was like a three o'clock show. <laughs>
0: I have no idea. Did he yeah. did he start making mumbling and start going?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. No, the the most that happened was there's that weird unnecessary sex scene with Charlize Theron and the girl that I have no idea if, she, if the actress even has a name, to be honest. She could have been CGI for all I know. The unnecessary character. Um, and I just remember the two of us looking at each other and just going, yep, it's a David Fincher film.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, so that was the most we got. Making,
0: you didn't start making out.
1: Nope. You and Cole? <laughs>
3: That's what Tyler was expecting. Yeah. I mean... We were both at Atomic Blonde. We turned and looked at each other as Charlize was going and doing this hot chick. Well, kind of hot chick.
0: Like the a sweat seven. dripped off. <laughs> this Cole, <is> Rob...
1: <laughs> Cole was Charlize Theron. Rob was the CGI chick. <laughs>
2: I like how Rob writes
0: erotica where it just goes on a weird tangent.
3: <laughs> yes. I looked at Cole. I stared him deep in the eyes and said this is a David Fincher film, isn't it? Yep. And he went, yep.
1: He leaned in close, his breath on my ear, <laughs> moving my hairs of my sideburns. Yes.
0: <laughs> then we
3: turned anyway, back. Anyway,
1: did someone what? say friend fiction? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the long hairs on his lip touched the long hairs of my sideburns. As, that Cole,
1: as Cole drew his overgrown mustache hairs into his mouth and
3: took a pause. <laughs> you would need any more proof <laughs> on how bad Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is that this is more interesting than what I just watched. And I'm still going to
1: watch it. I forget that movies have come out. I'm still going to watch it and I will private message you my opinions.
3: Oh, I I want to hear <laughs> that. Private especially message. with... DM,
1: PM, AIM, yeah. Yeah. MSN.
0: Yes. Yeah. <gasps> MSN. Just...
1: MSN. <laughs> yeah. Well, it. I'm so sorry. And you know what? Even Star Wars, a new... Oh? Mm-hmm. No. Episode four? Episode Ray uh, Try <laughs> to keep this practical effects. And yes, yeah. it was pandering. But practical effects is such a lost art. I'm biased. I'm a cosplayer. Cosplay is all practical effects, you know? It is. So I mean, what? you can CGI your photos later, I guess. Like, I guess it's called Photoshop, but... Yeah,
3: but, I mean, it, you hit it on the head, though. The first Jurassic Park... Actually, I'll say the entire first trilogy in a lot of respects, from a visual side of things, still holds up surprisingly well. Oh, the it's
1: first, amazing.
3: Still, yeah, the first one in particular. The second one, a little less so, but still pretty well. The third one... Actually, I thought there was a lot more CGI in there than there was, to be honest. I was kind of surprised watching it back. It does actually look still pretty good. There's a few things that have not aged well, obviously, but I'm surprised to say that on how much of that really did work. Jurassic World, I mean, with the exception of seeing Littlefoot's mom, which is very clearly a puppet. I could not tell you another scene where I was sure watching it the first time that there was a practical effect. I had to watch the making of to go and see the rest of the stuff and go. Why did they it was my same thing with Power Rangers. Why did they CGI over the suits? The suits actually look really good on camera. Why why did they need to do anything to that? Why did they need to CGI over the Raptors?
1: To hide Yellow Ranger's dick. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Hashtag it's just. Has the
3: bulge. Um,
1: and a lot of like, as a cosplayer, a lot of cosplayers over CGI their photos, a lot over Photoshop their photos too. Yeah. But there is something to be said about reality, you know. Reality will always look the most real.
3: Yeah. So. No, that's it.
1: Weird, weird concept. Yeah. <laughs> but.
3: So, yeah, yeah the, the acting was bad. Not that the actors were bad, just the acting was bad because the directing was bad because the script was bad because somebody was smoking crack when they were going and doing the development cycle on this movie. I thought I... it was weird and I should have figured it out when uh, both the director and the producer were doing their... uh each various... other. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they'd be doing each other because maybe there would have been some communication between
2: the two the sides. <out>.
3: Yeah, yeah, especially with, uh, oh, God, uh, Claire and, um, God, why can I not remember uh, Chris, Chris Pratt's Pratt?
1: name? Because he's yeah. Chris Pratt.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Because Claire and Chris Pratt playing kind of, this is a weird one for me because, I they, Owen, there we go. Owen was a generic character, but it was still fun. It worked. And it was something a little bit different than, say, Star-Lord. This movie, he was not Star-Lord, he was Star-Douche. Because it was basically <laughs> the same character, but as unfunny and uninteresting as possible.
1: Well, I mean, you can't help it when a character gets typecast. I, I guess, in the original but... Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. liked how Chris Pratt was like the sexy guy who had it under control. You know, that was cool. So it's sad that they would reduce it and be like, oh wait, no, Chris Pratt's supposed to be the funny guy.
3: Yeah, and that's the sad part because he did
1: have a good character
3: and initially when the movie gets starting, this is weird, the first 20 minutes actually looks really hopeful and then it falls apart. It's like the writers were all on the same page when they got started. The opening scene is actually really good and where we're getting reintroduced to uh, Owen it works well the Claire stuff is really awkward and the comedic relief as I'll refer to them her sidekicks in this movie Because yeah Claire needs sidekicks for some reason um,
1: Claire needs to go
3: she does
1: she needs to get eaten while taking a shit in a porta potty. Honestly, How's I was really
3: hoping it was going to happen. That is the
0: perfect movie. callback.
1: And then she has toilet paper on her shoe on top of that. How embarrassing to be eaten by a dinosaur and you're tracking toilet paper out of the restroom. Embarrassing. That like a little white flag, like, I surrender. I will no longer plague your movies.
3: Yeah. No, it just. Oh.
1: Rob, you want to talk about something that makes you happy?
3: Yes, of- yes, please. Tyler, take me to something that's going to make me feel some joy. Um, I've been dying no. for a week. I so need what, something to bring me back.
0: One? What's your main character in Overwatch? What's the, who's, Who do you love the most? Winston.
3: Oh. I'm very good with Winston. So I enjoy him very much. Wouldn't it be much.
0: the best thing if they somehow further developed his story? That would be amazing. We haven't seen anything
3: in like two years.
0: Now, wouldn't it be really shitty? Instead of Del being his story, they completely added a new character that was really not related. Is kind of related, but not related at all. That would be the worst thing to ever happen to me, ever. Well, guess what? Fuck! (laughs) They've added a character that is completely related to your character and more backstory on it, but has nothing to do with your character.
1: Hey, Tyler, I thought you were supposed to cheer Rob up. I think Bro, you. I think you misunderstood.
3: I'm. I'm, I'm very confused right now. Could you explain what has happened? Oh
0: well, you know how we like Overwatch here.
2: Yes. I like
1: Overwatch. I yeah. like it good.
0: Amy has just uh, started playing lots of Overwatch, so she oh, really man. likes it.
1: I love it. I've been playing for like a week and a half. I'm getting good. Already? Huh? Already? I mean, good compared to the other level 10 players. Oh, who's your main? oh, no, I think I'm like 16 now. Level 16.
2: Ooh, 16. Who's your main?
0: Tell me when you're level 18.
1: Because then we'll be at the same level, even though you've had the game for years.
2: Uh, oh, no, uh, no. Like,
1: no. Oh, I get no, it. It's a... It's
2: a, it's a <laughs> sex oh, joke. Oh, Damn.
1: the joke. The sex joke. Um... Yeah. I like Diva and Mercy because they're pretty girls, and then I like my Junkie Boy. I He's also a pretty him. girl. He's so yep. cute. He's like good night. Oh, well, I love him. He's you great. really need you
0: You'd love him. How would you He's love to band-o. be another character also that is represented in Junker Town and like Roadhog and Junkrat, but is a small gerbil?
1: I mean, What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Uh. Yeah.
3: Yeah. How is this related to me? They don't, don't
0: hold up on me. So, so instead of gorillas, they also put things into gerbils too.
3: Hamster into hamster. gerbils or put gerbils into things? I'll
0: let you decide. So, Oh god. I just picture them like the, the people at Blizzard just sitting there. We need a new character. What should we do? And then like a hamster in a hamster ball just rolls by, and they're like, "Fuck, that'll work." <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk shit because we don't. I don't know how the character <laughs> plays. Maybe, maybe it's like the best character ever. Even though it's it's a gerbil in a wrecking ball. Oh yeah, so, it's a
3: gerbil in a wrecking ball.
0: Yeah.
1: I that can't how did yeah. Miley
0: Cyrus become an Overwatch
3: character?
1: I never hit so hard.
0: So yeah, it's it's kind of a weird kick in the pants there, where it's like you wanted more info about how the apes got. Well, you do know how Winston kind of got into an escape pod, yeah, and then the hamster himself also latched onto the escape pod and got back and landed in Australia. So good day. Good so day, and
3: The missing Hammond that's on the lunar map
0: yes yes yes
1: okay i know the cheapest way to critique something is Mm -hmm. being like it's just like this from this because everything is just like something else yeah it gives Mm -hmm. it's giving me like rocket raccoon vibes like oh a mischievous cute animal that's mischievous but also adorable what a neat mashup Um, um Contrasting personality
0: traits. There was a character in another of the MOBA styles that these this Overwatch was. I don't remember which one because there was like fifty of them. Not fifty, that's exaggerating. There's like There are a lot of them though. There was like twenty. Twenty? I think twenty. Anyways, there's a lot of them. They all have very similar names. There was a character in one of them that was like a small animal in a giant mech.
1: Yeah. So You uh, know, what else has small animals in giant mechs is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. You can play as a child in the child mech. Or you can play as Tails, the fox, in the Tails mech in the tornado. Yeah? Yeah? Everyone was thinking it.
3: I feel like we need to go and officially amend the drinking rule so anytime Amy brings up Sonic, she
1: has oh take a drink. <laughs> I love Sonic games. Uh, but yes,
2: I love laughing.
3: I I don't know. I'm I'm hamming this up. Obviously, I knew <laughs> this going into it. Oh yeah, hamster. Uh, ah. Ham sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Ham taro. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I will say, and maybe there is some grand strategy about this. The character has not been implemented yet. Maybe there is a comic or something like that. Then maybe this will lead to other things. We know this character is related to Junkertown. Maybe this is the bridge into going and bringing in the queen that we all know is at some point going to be a character. Mm -hmm. I'm still asking a question, where the fuck is Liao? I don't know. I really am starting to wonder a little bit if Overwatch is just abandoning any hopes of consistency in its story. Because they've already rewritten several things in character bios at this point. I don't know. It's turning into whose line is it anyway? Where everything's made up and the story doesn't matter. And I'm okay with that. Just where did you hear
1: really, that? summer. Like,
3: you didn't come up with that with yourself. No, I came up with that one.
1: The is thing is, though, time? like people love to investigate. They like to find all the hidden links. And if Overwatch is already committed to that, like how they did that Sombra <laughs> intro, then. Uh, then um they need to stick with it because people are gonna investigate the overwatch lore people are gonna look into it kaijo cutie expert if your lore contradicts itself uh you basically get like ruined the hobby of investigating overwatch lore for all those diehards who love to figure that out like doki doki literature club uh people investigated it that's like a whole new Type of hobby is investigating yeah. video game lore. They like converted the image through this, and then put it in binary, and then did this and all these steps just to get a JPEG. Like there, there's so much to that, and I mean, you don't even have to be to that extent, but you need to keep your lore consistent, or else John McHugh, the Mega Man, will come after mega you. Lore, <laughs> lore, lore <laughs> patrol.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I dun, mean. Dun, 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 dun.
1: <laughs> the hollow monitor All <laughs> oh, <the> monitor
3: <laughs> No, and like, there's, there's a channel called TGN on YouTube that I've gone to and have learned a lot about the Overwatch lore with. And they did a video recently, and I'll link it in the description, about the changes that they've made to the game's lore internally. And some of the stuff's inconsequential. Some of it seems kind of big to go and rewrite like Brigitte when she was first showcased was Torbjorn's youngest daughter or sorry was uh yeah Torbjorn's uh yeah Torbjorn's youngest daughter now the oldest daughter the kids that we saw in the Christmas comic were his grandkids now they're just his young kids yeah i know they've rewritten several things you used to go and have Diva as a StarCraft champion. That's no longer a thing for some reason. Of all the is things to
0: retract, isn't she still a video game champion?
3: Still a video game champion, but no longer StarCraft.
1: Uh, is StarCraft a Blizzard game?
3: Yeah, yeah. Then there's no like,
1: reason for them to do that. That's like a cool. But they did it, it anyway. <laughs> Are they ashamed of one of their like great successes?
3: I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't get it, especially since there's so many Zerg references in that damn game. I don't know. It's it's weird to me that they feel like they need to do this. I understand that sometimes, especially for something like this, where it seems pretty clear they didn't plan it all right from the get go. Like they had kind of a base concept and they've had a
1: few things. Just like Jurassic Park. They didn't know it would be what it is.
3: Exactly. Yeah. They
1: didn't even dare to hope, you know? Yeah.
3: Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of redacting that happens with any of these things. So I can't necessarily hold everything against them. There's just some weird stuff they decide to go with. And like with Hammond, I don't... Wrecking Ball, I'll just go with the official character name. Uh, although I guess they have actually referenced that it is actually Hammond. But um, with that, I don't know why they're introducing... That was embarrassing.
0: Just do. You
3: fart?
1: Nobody heard it.
3: I know, I know, but I'm, I'm hearing my own microphone going and ringing. Nobody <laughs> <myself>. smelled it. <laughs> uh, but I don't know why they're introducing him now. Like, had they done this around the same time as they introduced the lunar map, which I still stand by, just kind of came out of nowhere? Like just, oh, we're introducing a new map. That's it. I read them then, I feel like it would have been more impactful. This one's just like, we're throwing in a new hero. We don't think it really has any connection to anything.
1: I think Overwatch is t- worried people are going to stop playing it. But it's so fun. It's, I don't know, is. though. I haven't played it for long enough to know if, uh, if it holds up, if it's something you keep coming back to. Like that girl who broke up with you years ago, but you just can't quit her. And sometimes you just oh, kill okay, her man. on your clothing and then you have to call her up and say, hey, what are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Can we not talk
3: about is, my last two things? Is I...
1: Overwatch that girl?
0: Can you get out of my head? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, that's something everybody's going to be a little different on. I've been playing it for two years. I have no intention to stopping. This is a little disappointing just because I think that there could have been a more impactful reveal Maybe giving us a little more, even just the way they kind of introduced it. Because yesterday we got them going and running this little six-second loop of the mech dropping down and this hamster popping out. is just like coming soon. What the fuck did I just watch? Then they released the origin video today, which probably would have been better received had that just been the thing that dropped and they didn't try to go and tease like, why the fuck is there a hamster in this game?
1: What the fuck? Uh yeah, I do agree that they could explain some of the characters people already love and crave information on.
2: Yeah.
1: Tyler, but... is in Zenyatta main? Do you have any comments yeah. on this?
0: zenyatta <laughs> has got nothing. It's like people <laughs> talk about it, it's like, man, my character's got nothing. I'm like hey, listen <laughs> here. You've got like two comic books and a video. Yeah. You can sit down, sir. You can sit down. Yeah. I'm I've here going. I want
3: more Winston. Don't get me wrong. But Winston has gotten plenty of play at one level or another, whether impactful or not. You got a map. That's just it. I got a map. I got two videos and a very important character-driven point in a comic that even Blizzard itself seems to be recognizing is no longer canon. <laughs> no. Yeah,
2: what? The Christmas
1: I see, Christmas monkey. Man? I see yeah, they're, they're... Go ahead.
3: Yeah, the, the Christmas comic. They're they are debunking multiple things since its initial release. Yeah, that came out six months after the game itself went and launched. And since then, we've seen nothing of Tracer's girlfriend, though I still believe that Tracer is gay. Not taking that one away, but...
1: Oh, Blizzard wouldn't dare.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't take that part away, but they might retcon her. I could see that happening. Because everybody was just like, What? She's not even a playable character. Who is this girl?
1: She doesn't have to be playable.
3: Yeah. But if you're not going to have her be playable, you need to go and give us a little bit more. At least I understand Torbjorn's wife and kids. And even that, they decided, oh, at first they said, oh, those are all of his grandkids. Now, oh, they're his youngest kids. Brigitte, who was the youngest, is now the oldest. And yeah.
1: Do you think they just added Brigitte forget i feel like do you feel like adding a new character makes the game more fun does it rejuvenate your overwatch experience
3: me personally yeah
1: anybody listeners just answer blindly while doing your dishes in your kitchen yeah (laughs) yeah I do feel that way. Thanks, Pink got your back.
0: <laughs> no, it does. It does because it gives it a reason. I think it's the characters. It's also the, uh, um, uh, the events. Those are a big thing. Like we also yeah. had just a recent event with that you learned a whole lot more about. It learned Mora. Like that was a character Mora, uh, Mora, Mora, Moira. Moira. Moira, Moira. There we go. I knew yeah. nothing about, and they just totally introduced, and it was just like, "This is a character." Now you're like, "Okay," um, but now with the newest uh, uh, Black Watch um, comic book, comic book, no, uh, there was a comic book, and then there was also the whole uh, event uh, game. So that like added a lot of depth to those characters and a reason why most of those characters stop being part of overwatch for various reasons. So yeah, that, I don't know. It's just, it's like, that's they they build up these characters and then they eventually come out and they're probably going to have like some more lower event thing that has lots of stuff for it. Cause like, yeah, this ham, uh, wrecking ball does add connections between both Winston, the looter colony, um Junkrat, roadhog the queen who is also a character that we thought would be the next playable character but isn't um who might be who knows we don't need yeah. i don't know why oh, yeah. everyone wants every character to be a playable character yeah
3: i i definitely i understand that 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 one i kind of understand a little bit more because they really played her up with the junkertown map reveal and just through comments that other characters made in the Roadhog comic that came out. So, like, her, I understand the interest. It's kind of like with Sombra or Doomfist. I get those ones and why people wanted them to be playable characters. I don't get why people want Maximilian to be a playable character. It's like, he's a bad omnipotent. Amb- it doesn't
0: make- no, yeah. It, uh, now, that one I don't sense. get. Like, uh, he's, just a, he's just, like, a rich robot. It's, it's, yeah. Like, it'd be cool to have another robot. Yeah,
3: not going to argue that. Or, like, Athena? Like, people want the AI that's running the Overwatch archives to be a playable character. They want to go full ED for Mass Effect 3. Why? There's nothing Um, interesting about this. It's a computer program.
1: When you phrase it as ED for Mass Effect 3, you're making me excited when I know your point was trying to make me not excited. So you can can try again with that uh, (laughs) (laughs) metaphor. But I love Edie from Mass Effect 3. Maybe like, uh, Halo? What's the bitch from Halo? Cortana? <laughs> Cortana. Like, making Cortana playable.
0: Cortana? But that's the thing from my... Windows. Oh, wait, it's not called Cortana more, is it? No, it's still called Cortana. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'd be like making Cortana from Halo a playable character.
3: Cortana, not... stop listening. Not I have you. you disabled. Why are you turning on right now? Don't listen to Amy. <laughs>
1: Cortana la la la. <laughs> I don't understand
3: what's going on right now. Cortana I'm is listening on my to computer Cortana. to her, but not me. I'm
1: talking to Cortana. Cortana la la la. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're welcome. You're
2: welcome. <laughs> and Robert's computer just completely blows up.
3: Hold on, hold on. You got it.
2: Cortana, initiate destruct sequence. Cortana,
1: add dildos to shopping list.
2: Why did you need to do that?
1: (laughs) Cortana, add more dildos to shopping list. (laughs) Cortana, add humongous dildos to shopping list. This is my sense of humor, y'all. I'm a 12-year-old boy. What can you expect?
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. Whoa, what
1: is going wrong with my screen? What
0: have you done? <laughs> that's too many dildos. You broke it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rob could only handle so many dildos at once.
3: No, Cortana could only handle so many dildos at once. Wow, that's even worse. Oh my <laughs> god, I am so sorry, listeners.
0: Too many dildos. <laughs>
3: And for those three people still left with a Windows phone listening to this, I'm so sorry for what's happened.
1: <laughs> 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 I haven't seen the trailer yet.
3: Well, please.
1: For Hamtaro. Right now. Hamtaro, when we work together, it's much better. My best friend, little hamsters, big adventures. Okay, I watched it. That's great. should i should i watch it i'll watch it later no you're gonna
3: watch it right now
1: i've seen clips like with the muted audio on um facebook yeah because everyone has i just
3: got a response back from our resident uh lore master for overwatch uh the kaiju qt okay
1: real quick real quick real quick Go like her stuff real quick. She's so beautiful. She I is. I love her so much. Link um,
3: in the description.
1: I talked her into doing Genji Mercy stuff with me. It'll be a long time from now, but pretty soon y'all going to need healing. Cause we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> I ship it. I ship it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I've got uh, her breakdown on the situation here. So uh, she gave us both a personal opinion as well as a position based on the lore of the game. So professional and, um, well, kaiju QT. So uh, let's see here. The professional opinion. Uh, Hammond proves to be a hashtag interesting concept considering the lunar program is supposed to be secluded to gorillas and smaller primates. But, I mean, they could do whatever they want. We knew Hammond was going to be a smaller creature be it a hamster, a dog, or a cat. I'm a little disappointed that so far we don't have any vocal lines, which means his entire intelligence is based on his ability to build large structures. You see that he's gained favor with the Queen of Junkertown by winning in the battle arena, which I imagine is similar to Mad Max's Thunderdome, which I really want to see oh them go hell. and work with that maybe they'll have like a like a uh, uh like a arena battle style i would love to go and see that if lucio ball proved that they have some ability to go and do some variety i would love to see them explore into that a little bit more so an arena or it would be like horde mode yeah either way i'd be totally cool with that i mean i love junkenstein's revenge so i mean yeah i'd, mm-hmm. I'd still be cool with that uh anyway going back to everything uh so let's see here his alignment so far seems to be chaotic neutral. He's probably started uprising somewhere in escape by tagging along with Winston. Lore-wise, he's not adding much. His purpose and reasons are still unknown, though basically alluding to all the stuff we talked about before. Maybe connecting between Winston, the Lunar Colony, the Queen, yada yada yada. I'm going to spare the two paragraphs of all of that that she went and broke down because we kind of covered that in a couple of sentences. Uh, let's see here. where nice. Uh, ah, here we go. Oh, the real important questions that we still don't have an answer to at this point, and probably won't until we hear some dialogue comparisons or if we even get any of that. Uh, what does he want? What does he want to gain? What's his purpose? Uh, he's not listed with a faction or anything like that. And Hopefully, communication isn't going to be a problem. We've seen on how Bastion is able to work with a bunch of characters, but this is one that's a little different than an Omnic on the Fritz. This one's a sentient creature, so hopefully they've got something worked out for communication. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I love this here. So this is still part of the professional opinion. He seems like a joke character, but we'll see. I was expecting a little more from the hyper-intelligent character that started the uprising.
1: What other characters do you feel like joke characters?
3: At one time, I thought that Junkrat and Roadhog were. But then they introduced that amazing comic that actually made me sympathize with Roadhog. So now it's just Junkrat?
1: <laughs> I love my Junkie boy. Just- I'm
3: not saying I don't love him.
1: I love He's the funniest
3: him. Funniest character in the game. Uh, I still think he is the joke in a lot of respects. Cause in this world of heroes and villains. There's junk rat. The
1: my junkie boy.
3: <laughs> the junkie boy. My junkie um, boy. But now we get to Kaiju QT's personal opinion. And this is read word for word. No ad living, no Oh boy. <clears throat> my opinion. I cannot fucking believe that the next hero is a fucking hamster. I am 100% wanting an evil monkey that was out for Winston to be the favorite. I am mad. I am cross as fuck that we were given a loreless piece of trash. Ah! He adds no value. da 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 To the lore side of things anyway. Fuck!
1: Just so you guys know, Kaijo Cutie hosts panels on Overwatch and Overwatch lore. And like Overwatch come Overwatch fans come to her with their questions and she has the answers. Mm-hmm. So I consider her, you know
3: Yeah. There's a reason why we needed to get her opinion on this here. Yeah,
1: we're not just randomly outsourcing. We're yeah. going to the pros.
3: Yep, exactly. It's like if we ever have a question about the Dark Souls or Bloodborne universe, you know who we're going to get a hold of. If there's a question about the Mega Man universe, you know who we're going to get a hold of. The Mass Effect universe, you know who we're going to get a hold of. It's all John the Mega McHugh. This is the only time we're going to go to anybody else for lore.
1: (laughs) What about Sonic lore?
0: I don't think we have somebody for that. No, I don't think we ever need to worry about Sonic lore, do we?
3: Yeah, no. no, I don't think that that's ever going to be a problem. No. Mm-hmm. Who, who cares about Sonic the Hedgehog?
1: Oh, my feelings. <laughs> that's because Mario fans have no lore.
3: You take back what you said. Bowser is oh, the most interesting character in video games.
1: You have our party games and go-karts.
0: Hey, they got tennis, too. Okay, and, soccer.
1: and soccer. Uh, our Red Ranger has left the yeah. uh, the Megatron. he has gone. Hmm. So no one's driving this thing.
0: So we're here now. Uh, Rob is just a sultry person all day. He's uh, had
1: a salt week.
2: He's
0: had a salt week. And why is that?
1: Because Overwatch and Jurassic Park mashup came out this week.
0: It's true. It's true. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to see Jurassic Park. I'm really curious about this new character. I do want to play him. Uh, Are they already out on the public server?
1: No, I checked right before this podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: I wanted to play him before the podcast. Not on PS4. On PS4 it is not. Uh So I just played Diva. <laughs> GG. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, I know. I got to check the uh public test region for uh, computer cuz I what? Best- Oh my god, what is he wearing now?
1: What class do you think our little hamster guy is going to be?
0: Oh, yeah. Do they say what class he is? I, I don't think nope. I know.
1: Healer. No.
0: <laughs> what are we missing? What do we need another one of? Uh, he looks defensive. I don't
1: know. Welcome, welcome he looks back, right? tank to me. He looks tank. Tank?
2: He could be a like, tank. Like, they're defense.
1: milking the irony for all they can. He's going to be tank.
0: I think you're probably right.
1: I'm right about it most things. So. hmm But
0: there's been other characters. What about Orisa? That's a character that was just sort of added. But then that was build up to sort of Doomfist.
3: Kind of, yeah. At least it tied in as we were going through everything. Because a lot of people were expecting Doomfist at that point. Yeah. Post Sombra, but before
0: Doomfist. So I'm really curious because I want to know go I like looking. So when a new map comes out, I like to just go into make a custom game and then just explore the map. So Mm -hmm. I just make a custom game and then it's not playing anything. It's just exploration. Grab a character like a Widowmaker is really great for it because Widowmaker can use her grappling hook to get around. And then she also has a sniper rifle. So you can find really good detail and you're like, what's this thing? And then you're like, I can't zoom in. But wait, I'm Widowmaker. And then you zoom in really closely at this random thing that's on a table and get a good look at it. And then you can grapple hook around to get into high places because it's, other than that, it's like Genji and uh, those kind of characters that can like get places that are really nice to check out all the Easter eggs they have hidden around. You well, don't
1: explore the map as Mercy?
0: <laughs> hey, um, you, could. <laughs> you could. You could.
3: wanted um, to be
1: slow as fuck.
3: Yeah. Faro would probably be more effective if you really want to go and do something like that. But hey, whatever. Um, and to your point, Tyler, they're normally pretty good about kind of teasing who's going to be introduced next because they'll make minor changes to a map shortly before they announce a character.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's why I want to check out some of those maps because. Yeah. Maybe they can well, have some big old Easter egg things.
3: Well, and I noticed I was playing a couple of weeks ago and they made a couple of minor changes to the Lunar Colony, but I didn't really think too much about it because before that, uh, when uh, and maybe this had been changed already and I just hadn't noticed it, but there was also some changes to Lijiang Tower as well uh, during the anniversary event. So I assume maybe we were going to get Liao finally. You know, the other founding member of Overwatch that we haven't seen. (laughs) He's dead, Jim. Deal
0: with it. Where
1: the we fuck all, is he? I just we all die on average of five times per game, so <laughs> no. that's not a good point.
0: Your average <laughs> is five times.
1: No, I, I I made it lower for for, for appearances. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. But yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what I'm really curious about. I'm curious about to go explore the map because they again like that was my call uh my reference back to orissa and Doomfist is they did completely change they added the maps quite differently so like in in uh nubai what is that what's the name of the map um i know i keep wanting to go and call it new Mombasa, and that's that's halo that's <laughs> not right yeah. i want to call it nubai but that's not it either yeah. anyways um they like they took that you were escorting the Doomfist before, then now you're just escorting a. It became a little redundant because now you're just escorting a package that has the uh, fucking Doomfist already broken out of it. So now you're just escorting nothing. Yeah, so, you're broke, like,
3: You're like, escorting a broken tube.
0: Yeah, but then they also have like the uh, all the uh, Orisa bots broken in the airport, and then a doom Doomfist punch in the wall, and you're like, oh shit, that's things. And yeah. Then you really excited for next characters so if they've updated the both the lunar colony and the junker town because this character is now reverent in both of them which is pretty cool so you're gonna go you can you can find the uh uh um subject eight's broom which is like a hamster cage and thing and then go down to lunar into the junker town and maybe you're gonna find like the uh Whatever battle arena thing they got going on, you might find. Uh, Ham- I'm going to just keep calling him Hamtaro. Uh, Hamtaro's. Maybe he's got like a like a little cubby room with where he's working on stuff, which would be really cool.
1: Well, the thing is with Overwatch, when we work together, it's much better. Little hamsters, big adventures.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am so looking forward to Amy having a functional PC and being able to play with us coming up soon.
1: This weekend.
3: Yeah! That's to, I'm talking
1: uh, to a computer desk near me.
3: Yep, that's right. Yes, And you'll have something to help you out on Monday, but I'm not telling you what it is.
1: Massive dildos <laughs> that I just ordered through your Cortana.
3: <laughs> God, I hope
0: not.
1: Cortana, add to shopping list. Butt plugs.
0: Cortana, add to shopping list. Faux tail butt plugs. (laughs) I don't know why there's
3: something weird here with our new recording setup because Amy, for some reason, (laughs) is being picked up by Cortana, and I have her disabled for my microphone.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Cortana, order giant giant dragon dildos. (laughs) See, it does nothing for you. Damn it.
1: Cortana order miniature dragon dildos.
0: No, he'll just lose those up there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have a cavernous asshole. <laughs> Cole, you haven't spoken in a while. Do you have things to say?
0: Uh something about cavernous assholes?
3: No. Speaking no, about cavernous I
2: assholes.
3: About. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most silent I've ever heard you, Cole. I'm sorry. I just It also helps when I mute myself.
0: That's true. It does help. That does help. It does help. does help. Yep,
2: yep, yep.
1: Cole. Yes? How do you think, do you like when a main character or a playable character is anthropomorphic? Do you think it detracts or adds to a gaming experience? Oh. That question wasn't for you. It was for Cole.
2: I have to say that it depends on the character and what it's doing. I've I, I played WoW in the past, and there's characters, in there player characters that you can play as that are anthropomorphic, which is, which is essentially werewolves. Um, there's other games along those lines as well. And I, I don't know. To be totally honest, I don't know if it really detracts or not. It all just depends on how that character functions and how that character plays. Because how because the way that the tiny amount that I've seen about this Overwatch character, and I don't play Overwatch, is that it's going to be running around inside essentially a gigantic iron steel hamster ball with legs and guns on it. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, in my opinion, I'm pretty sure it's going to function more like Diva than anything else.
3: I think maybe. I mean, that's certainly mm. the thought I had. Not we're going to pretend that wasn't the thought.
0: I think there's going to be a lot more like um, if it's got like a clamping device, it's going to be a lot more of uh, uh, EBA. Actually, now that I think about it, I have I know that I know there's a gameplay video and they've got like the Del- uh, developers notes on it. And I don't know why I haven't watched it yet because yeah, I haven't be-
3: watched that one either. I haven't seen that.
0: It's up there and if we were professionals and actually did our jobs uh, we would have watched those and already know everything about that character and like it's got different skills Uh, but it has like a clamp thing that it can can clamp to the walls and then it itself turns into a wrecking ball that's hence the name. Guess guess where that comes from?
1: That's kind of cool.
0: But then does that mean it is like a kind of a crowd control kind of character? Maybe we're so like, like
1: DPS
0: deep. Uh, that's why I think it'd be defense because it's not doing damage. It's just hindering people. Uh, so it's like probably grabbing onto people and kind of holding them and not necessarily debuffing them, but um, just crowd control.
1: Right. Like a bouncer at a nasty club at 2 a.m.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's why I think it's going to be more of a, a uh, defensive character. Cause we already have too many DPSs. We don't need another
1: DPS. Right, <laughs> everyone picks DPS anyway. You mm-hmm. only have one tank and no healers. Hmm, Soldier 76. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, uh I don't know. So back to my question. I'm gonna answer my own question myself. Like really like- to Fox. Ratchet <laughs> and Clank, it, like I think, anytime you make your main character anthropomorphic, it adds an element of humor. Ratchet and Clank is one of those. Um, Crash Cooper. Bandicoot is one of those. Sly Cooper is one of those. So it definitely Star is Fox. a silly character, no matter what you do with it. Because when you make your main character an animal, expect antics, expect silly. And I don't know, Overwatch is like kind of silly, but this is like a new level of silly. I hope they realize how much they are upping the silly.
0: It is a whole lot more cartoony. Yeah.
1: And it's like a cartoony art style. It's stylized, but this is very silly.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know. We'll see. Bru- like I, I want to play the character, and then maybe, maybe it's a great character because, like, uh, Moria, Mo- more, oh, I can't even. Say Moira.
1: Is Moira. 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 She, needs, she needs to cut her nails. Nasty. Yeah. I started,
0: like, playing, like, uh, when I first started, I saw her and I was like, oh, my God, she looks really fun because you can teleport around and then she's just a vampire the entire time. But then I played her and I was like, I don't really get her. I'm not sure I like her. But then they came out with the event and that made you play her. And then that's when I realized, oh, that's how you play this character. And now I like her and I can play her more often now. And uh, so that's that. But then, like. She had a just came out of nowhere and so no one really liked her, but then they came out with Brigitte and that character I think everyone really liked from day one. So yeah. and I don't know, she's also a support character, and we barely have any support characters. And yeah. she's well, a good crowd control where she's not trying to heal, she's just trying to push people away, opposed to the only other crowd control character, which was Symmetra, which is just annoying.
2: Yeah.
1: So no. I did some research, like my job. He doesn't speak, it is just uh, chittering, but it'll have a menacing tone, so it'll have appropriate tones, but it's not a voice, Uh, and he is going to be a tank.
0: Oh. He
1: doesn't doesn't speak a human language, but his mech translates his voice into a fittingly menacing tone.
3: Okay, then. I can live with that.
1: You know what's funny, Rob? I just read the article you already linked me. So you linked it to me, but you didn't read it. I lead her, everyone!
3: I don't even remember which one you're talking about. The Verge. The Verge?
1: I don't know. But anyway, but I digress.
0: I linked to The Verge? I don't even know what that is.
1: Well, maybe I Googled it. It's it's,
0: it's a a thing. Well, (laughs) I think we've had a talk today. I think we've talked about dinosaurs and Rob's saltiness, and then we talked about... Uh, hamsters and Rob saltiness. Real so, quick,
1: next real Overwatch quick. playable character, dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> that would be cool.
1: <laughs> I what type of dinosaur? That
0: campiness
3: like Soul
1: Calibur, Lizard look. Man style dinosaurs.
0: I honestly wanted another robot. Yeah. There's not enough.
2: Technically, robot. you've got one.
0: I, I can't.
2: I got a <laughs> mech. Of mech? What do you expect the, the the hamster to jump out of the mech and start hitting people in the face?
0: What if his mech does explode like diva? What if it's just diva? <laughs> just another diva. That would
1: piss me
2: off
0: a little bit.
1: They should have done a Sonic Overwatch crossover and put child walkers into it. K.O. walkers, child, I don't know. Chaos, chaos. Yeah, K.O. walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Dinosaurs. Chaos from Sonic riding dinosaurs. Overwatch, are you listening? Blizzard. Blizzard.
3: I'm chaos just say on this,
1: dinosaurs.
3: And you guys can have it. I mean, God, I cannot remember what the hell the project lead director of Overwatch is right now. This is bad. Jeff Kaplan, there we go. You can take this idea and run with it. This is totally yours. Uh, we go and... Give away all ideas on this one. But give us a Talon robotic lizard character. Throw it all together. Give us everything. Yeah. An omnic dinosaur that works for Talon. It sounds like something we could
2: get away with.
1: He uses his talons for Talon. <laughs>
2: I no, dare like you God. to message that to, to uh, Blizzard.
3: Yeah, no, it'll it'll be like your Serpentor in G.I. Joe. You thought it was Cobra Commander leading the whole thing, but no. They genetically modified the perfect human, and that became the leader of the organization. Screw Doomfist. You know what? Literally, screw Doomfist. I would be totally okay with just replacing him with a giant uh, robotic uh, omnic dinosaur. That, works yeah, that that's great. Have him eat Doomfist. That is a great idea. I cannot think of anything better. This is put a big smile on my face. I'm gonna go and leave here before uh, my saltiness comes back. So, uh, Jeff, get on that. Get on that, please. Get on that.
1: Jeff Goldblum. Doomfist Blue? go away. Jeff Goldblum. Get on. He could get voice working on a too. i I'd be
2: okay with that. He could be the voice actor.
1: We've come oh, full circle. You.
0: We've come full circle. We've come full circle, and with that. I'd Death like to thank you way. all. Ah. I'd like to thank you all for coming back and listening to us about coming full circle about dinosaurs and Overwatch. So, we're saying goodbye. So, well, the usual things I say when we say goodbye is where you can find us, which is places like SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play. Those are where you can listen to us if you want to push us on friends. Uh, if you want to contact us, there are places such as Twitter at Soccer Rangers or our email, which is soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com or our Facebook page, which is Soccer Rangers Podcast.
3: By the way, guys, uh, the contest is still going on to guess on how much money I blew after E3 oh. pre orders. So uh, we'll go and announce the winner next week because we finally start, started getting results on that. Wow. Wait, Wait. we did? We've gotten a couple at this point, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I screwed up some shit with the server. I forgot to agree to some terms and conditions. So while the, uh, episodes were up there in the server, they were not getting out to customers. So, Uh, sorry, everyone, you know, those, uh, those new European union rules on internet privacy, um. Yeah, not everybody just went and automatically went and you know, decided for you that you were going to agree to the terms and conditions updates. These guys actually asked me, and I um, I screwed up. I didn't pay How attention many to it. did you get?
0: Yeah.
1: You, you done fucked up, A.A. Ron? A.A. Yeah.
0: Ron. So, uh, also, you can find us on Instagram. Yes. Um, I think that's all the places. Is that all the places?
1: You can find us in Washington, Oregon, and Canada.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of places. That is
3: all
1: of canada do you like how specific <laughs> all <is>? of canada <laughs> i is. don't know the providences
0: the providences <laughs>
1: the do i prov- sound ignorant i probably sound ignorant i'm an ignorant american
0: okay so i guess that's it so that's turbo
1: Gigi.
0: goodbye